This is our culture frame with Abby and Danielle. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Um, in this, we're going to be talking about grad school, uh, specifically wow. PhD. And I'm telling you, you got to take a deep breath. <laughs> Whew, you know, when you, when you say grad school, just breathe it, breathe it in, breathe it out. Okay. <laughs> and, so, and so to start this discussion, we're going to be talking about um, grad school, PhD, and we're going to be talking about some tips for grad school, um, getting, you know, through and, and breathing and having our sanity as much as possible and all those different things, okay? Um, and so what I want to start with first is this skit from Studio C. Um, it's on YouTube. Well, um, it's on YouTube, and it's this person, uh, this guy defending his thesis. So he goes into the room, um, and there's three people on his his thesis or, or the, his committee, and they're sitting at this table, and they they say, "Okay, are you ready to defend your thesis?" And he says, he takes a deep breath, and he says, "I'm ready," and he puts on armor like night suit like metal heavy armor and gets a sword out and he says i'm ready to defend and so he starts just fighting like sword fighting and throwing javelins and all these different things and he's like you have to come through me in order to get this thesis and he puts the thesis uh paper on on a stand and says you have to come to me so he starts sword fighting with the guy from his thesis and as they're as they're fighting he's talking about well so I just what did you think about um uh Jeffrey's defense on uh irrigation in in Uruguay I don't know I'm just saying things um, and he's like, well, I like the way I thought it was useful and insightful, but I think that he lacked um, a, an accurate depiction of, of clouds, uh, some crap. And, and the thing is, they're doing all of this while they're sword fighting, okay? <laughs> Abby is my mental pictures or verbal pictures or whatever, but... The thing is, the first time that I saw that video, I cracked up because it feels like that. Like you're not physically fighting, but like you're fighting emotion. You're fighting, uh, you know, your brain from 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 not working at the time that you needed to work <laughs> the most. You know, you got to come up with words that make sense and are academic all at the same time it's just so much okay so let's talk about this let's talk about tips for for making it through and you know we can give stories about um you know what we've done and 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 how we've been sword fighting maybe literally or you know figuratively whichever one um so <laughs> let's talk about that Right. I mean, I love your example. I think you guys should watch that on YouTube um, because it's literally this dude. He actually stabs the first committee member who asked the question. 
And I feel like that's the way we feel when you're defending your thesis or you're defending a paper or even in grad seminars where grad school, grad students like to, what's it called, perpetrate. They like to uh-huh. act all smart. So if you're not, key, okay, this is a 411 meaning we're giving you guys a secret. If you're a new grad student, you're going to experience, people are going to come to class and act like they know everything. They don't know squat. Okay, that's a lie. But they're going to try to make you feel inferior. Don't play into it. In fact, what our advice is, do your own reading. You don't have to, another 411, you don't have to read the whole book. Do your reading, take something relevant from the reading and write notes. So when you get to class, you can say something. Now, for the people who are acting like they know everything, actually learn from them. And you know what you can also do? Ask them questions. So when they throw big words, you can play, mm. oh my God, can you explain what that word means? And talk about it. And that's how you think. Now, someone gave me this shout out to uh, Dimi, Dimi Turbalka, was he, when I was getting my master's, I was getting his MFA, and I thought I was the dumbest person in class. I was just like, oh, squad, I don't know anything. Like, we're talking about basic things. And Danielle, I think, <clears throat> Danielle was in this class, right? There were two people in this class. I will not mention their names, but I'm watching you. I'm joking. <laughs> and this people will come to class and, like, talk and yappa, yappa, yappa. And the rest of us were just like, what is going on? Right. So I was frustrated, but also talk to all the colleagues because I later found out I wasn't the only one feeling the same way which was very helpful and I, so that made me go oh okay I'm not dumb these guys just talk a lot and not a, I mean they said things that make sense but all the talk wasn't really necessary I think it was just more a display of intelligence which you say a lot in grad school don't be intimidated by that it's a sign of those of I'm sorry but not sorry um but my friend Dimi at the time told me, I was like, I don't understand what's going on in class. Like, I'm still trying to figure out what this book is saying, blah, blah, blah. And this, you know, I just, and then they're trying out big words. And he told me, and when people try out big words, I think he said someone also told him this. So we're actually passing it on. Ask them what those words mean. And you find out that not everybody knows. They're just trying it to pop up their speech. I mean, this one is exact words for me, you know, I'm paraphrasing. You know, and so that's why I said it's a display of low self-esteem. Not everybody who shows up big words is has a low self-esteem, but when someone does it constantly to appear like the smartest person in class and also shuts down other people, that's a problem, right? But to help don't be, don't be intimidated by that, right? Learn from it, ask questions, like have an open mind and talk. This is the hardest. Now, I'm even going off script. Like, I didn't even think I was going to say this. But seriously, talk. For me, and I'm sure for Danielle too, like, the best thing we thought we could do was to not talk. Right? Because we're like, I feel like whatever I have to say is not relevant. So I'm just going to shut up. That's not true. Your voice is relevant. Your voice is important. Because if if you're struggling, you're also uh, going to be a voice for someone else in class who is feeling the same way but doesn't feel... Uh, confident, not confident. You just you just feel somehow, and so you don't want to say it. So when you speak up, it also helps other people. Like I'm sure we've all had scenarios where someone was saying something and you weren't sure what they were saying. That someone else asked, "Hey, can you clarify that?" And you're like, "Oh, sorry, relief. I'm glad you asked that question because I didn't know either." Right. So be that person who is like not afraid to learn. Not afraid. The smartest people actually ask a lot of questions. 
it's not they're not asking questions because they don't know they're asking questions because they want to know and they want to clarify okay that's just too much of a long speech um then what was your question what was i supposed to be doing again i forgot no that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing we're talking about tips and talking yeah. about what we should know what 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 helps in yeah. grad school especially I like the fact that you're talking to um especially new grad students right when you come to class particular seminars that you may not have been in, in as an undergrad you know it might not be you're used to lectures you're not you you may not be used to talking in class I mean I certainly was not I was one who decided that, uh, you know, after getting failing grades for participation, I was there every week, but in undergrad, I hated talking in class, going to grad school where that was literally the class. Like you had to, you, you come to class and you talk and you talk about these concepts and you talk about, you know, what what they mean what they might mean how they might apply give examples all these different things and so one thing that i love that you pointed out abby is that you have a voice you have an opinion and you can't discount your opinion before you you can't now you can be critical about you know how you might say something um you know you you can be introspective and all these different things but you cannot stifle your voice and 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 that's a huge thing yeah you're number one champion seriously i was telling someone uh yesterday i was at it can't say too much of that but i was somewhere (laughs) and um i was already uh stifling my own voice because i felt like i wasn't I, i didn't feel welcome Right, I will promise not to talk about race, so I won't. <laughs> but I do not feel welcome. Um, you know, I, I felt excluded. Um, even though it wasn't a it wasn't a conscious effort, or like nobody was trying to consciously exclude me, but that was how it felt. You know, that's another discussion. And I started to like self-edit you know because in grad school you self-edit a lot and you shut yourself down and so i started to do that and later on i think it was towards the end of that whole scenario or maybe when i got home i was like i'm not going to do that to myself my voice is relevant i'm relevant what i'm doing is relevant i will go back and, and make sure i'm present right so even like the good thing about grad school especially if you're in the humanities, it's like, no answer is wrong, usually. Some things are basic, I mean, there's some things like historical fact, whatever, that are wrong answers. But when it comes to like, uh, when you're in a master's seminar or a PhD seminar, and they ask you to discuss, it's not usually to say, oh, you're wrong. It's just to expand. Usually you guys already have a framework or a perspective or a theory. So it's usually just to expand on that, right? So if you exclude your voice from the conversation, what you're doing is that you're also depriving the class of having a richer perspective on what's being talked about. So, 
please, please, please add your own perspective. It's always good when there are diverse people in class, people with different experiences, because you can basically take a theory and like stretch it, you know, add to that theory. You, this is where you even get ideas to publish papers, to work on projects, you know. So anyways, uh, to not make this too long, my other tips for grad school is take frequent breaks. I am a master, not a master. I have experienced crash and burn so many times. Danielle knows this. Like, just like try to do things for like three days straight, one day full on straight, no break, whatever. And then the next day, I'm just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to leave. I just want to sleep and eat and not exist. I want to leave the bubble, basically, right? Um, but the key to dealing with, with, with that crash and burn is taking frequent breaks. So I read I read an article where they were like, even in one day, so don't wait for that big vacation. In one day, make sure that you do something fun in the evening. Go hang out with friends. Like leave your work, leave your workspace. It doesn't have to cost money. Go hang out with friends. Call your mom if you and your mom are like cool. And she's not going to ask you for the questions I'll say you. <laughs> Call somebody. Like, talk. Uh, don't just watch a movie. Because that's something, like, I, I think I do. And already, like, I'm a film, aspiring film scholar. See, I just opened it myself. I'm a film scholar. Um, <laughs> and I already watch movies critically. So sometimes just sitting and not doing any activity isn't even good, good enough. So try to step out of your house or like if you're in your house just try to do something that makes your mind feel happy and alive right um so try to fix that into your shadow like or schedule like every day right um and then if you're working on a paper you know take breaks while you're writing don't take long breaks because that's how you're going to serve a netflix you're going to start a netflix uh, series and promise me i promise you you will come back to that paper but like take like five minutes ten minutes what i love doing personally is also working in coffee shops danielle knows this too but that's a bougie lifestyle and that costs money so if you don't want to spend money maybe don't do that or you can go maybe just buy like some cheap cup of coffee or tea and you stay there for a long time right and usually those people don't mind you know um so take frequent breaks um and what else yeah i think that was the basic thing i had written down because one of the things that happens in grad school is people burn out uh, for PhD students some people start their phds and they don't finish it because they're just like i ain't i am not doing this anymore you know so try to do that yourself to community like the, the, if you don't some people have spicy colleagues who are like not supportive someone shared that with me like my colleagues and my colleague is not supportive you know it's been annoying whatever so if you have that talk to other PhD students or grad students in other fields who understand your experience the thing with being a grad student is like is that sometimes someone who is not in your shoes doesn't understand what you're talking about sometimes not in every case right so for me I find that when I'm explaining sometimes to people, I'm like, when I'm writing, I just need to be like in a cave sometimes, right? I need to shut up everybody else. You know, it comes off as why are you being antisocial? Nope. But when I talk to a grad student, they're like, yeah, I get that for real, if you do it, right? But then 
great grandparents will also advise you do that, but also in the evening or whatever, step out, right? So find a community of people who like support you, who understand you, who are going to help you stay motivated. Maybe people you go to the library together. You don't have to study together in the same place, but someone who's going to call you up and be like, yo, what you're working on? You know, who can read your papers? Danielle and I have a relationship, like we encourage each other and, and stuff like that. Seriously, uh, when I came for my master's, when I came in for my master's, um, I had friends who like really helped me, like Danielle, of course, um, and shout out to Bowen, you know, who take random trips, knowing full well that we had papers due maybe that night. No, we weren't really that crazy. Maybe the next day or next two days. Usually it's like next two days. We have papers due, but we'll still like just take random trips. Usually with Danielle's car. God bless Danielle's car. Ah. And, like go to some random place and just be out in nature, like staring or laughing or taking pictures or just for a hike, you know, something fun. So yeah, take frequent frequent breaks and connect to a community. That's all I got. That's that's good advice. I feel that. I will add my own um, dimension uh, in relation to uh, my faith. Um, which, oh yeah, so, yes, yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, just just because grad school, honestly, is a lot of people become spiritual. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean. Because the thing is, grad school will test your faith. Like, it will test your faith in everything. Um, And so for me, I mean, one is to go back to, um, not only for me, is what I believe, right? Um, pray, but also oftentimes, sometimes the, the, the praying, um, I get stuck in my head because I know I have to do, you know, such and such a paper. I have to read this. I have to grade that or whatever I have to do. And so for me, part of part of what mo- continues to motivate me is to go and to have a community of people of like-minded faith um, and to also go to church um, and, and not to go to church um, you know, just to sing, even though that's, that's, you know, my jam, I like to sing. Um, but it's, you go there to be not only encouraged, but also to be challenged. Um, which is why I, you have to, you know, if you, if you want to go to church, if you used to go to church, you, you, you find the right church, it, it, you know, that, that's going to, you know, uplift um, but also challenge and then find a community within that church. So, you know, it, it doesn't have to be 30 people. It doesn't have to be 20 people. It doesn't have to be 10. It can be three people that you know that you can go to, um, that they can encourage whatever you're doing. Um, and they can also sort of it's you to some place where you you know you should be, right? Um, and so that's that's big um, for me. But. No, 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 you're right, right? I, 
definitely like part of community yeah my church community has been um essential in actually this year um my um i have a small group that i go to and my leaders shout out to them amy and dennis trinkle has been very supportive i feel like they've also encouraged me to uh, be me you know because grad school would test that too are you leaving someone else's life are you grad school because you wanted to show people that you're intelligent you're smart it, it will test all those things like oh i pulled up an article this is not we're not even bluffing here that um it's called inside higher ed and it talks about me- mental health and grad students you know and how like grad students mental like there are a lot of things that push your mental health and it doesn't just push your mental health it pushes your when you go to grad school you become critical in a good way high thinking like you you think logically a lot so you begin to ask yourself deep questions so yeah anyways my small computers helped me to encourage me on that journey like don't be scared to be who you are don't be scared to be who you're created to be like express it not everybody's gonna like it but they're gonna catch up right so yes like going to small group has also been very good like I have a tough week. I know when I go to small group, I see people that care about me, that can pray with me and pray for me. That's going to help a lot, you know. So, I mean, I recognize that not everybody like is Christian and all that, but find community. Like people, I don't know, people do all kinds of stuff, but just make sure you're connected. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Danielle. No, I, that is perfect because um, that's exactly what we're talking about. So, okay. All right. Um, so, what I want to Sorry, go ahead. No, please go ahead. So, what I want to do um, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attach a link, um, just a link to, to have uh, tips for surviving grad school. Um, and that'll be uh, in the description it'll be in the description you can see a link there um, just so that you can get more information more perspectives um, and so just to know that you know you can do it like this this is not um, something that is impossible um, but it is something that takes work um, it takes some sort of motivation and it in community helps um so any last uh suggestions or tips or anything like that i think i said everything i i mean i haven't said everything but we've said a lot but also if you have any questions feel free to hit us up um we can also add our um contact you can add my contact um to the email I just, something just popped up and we're actually going to do that um, also in our description I'm going to create an email for our podcast yay so that Danielle and I can respond if you have any questions about grad school or anything you can also send us an email and we'll try to respond to it yes that's a that's a quick one grad students are bad with responding to emails it's not <laughs> we're not proud of it it's not an excuse it's something you can work on and i try i try to respond to emails 
as much as I can. So I'm just saying that so that if you go get an immediate response, you know, <laughs> you know why. But there's just so much going on that if you don't respond immediately, it gets buried under so much. But we will, we will take your email seriously because we're committed to this podcast and we really care. I know that Grasco can be tough and, you know, I'm sure Danielle and I would love to help him giving like some guidance or advice on how to navigate that journey. Yeah, that's all I got from me. All right. All right, so um, hit us up, contact us, and we, you know, talk with you, email you back, contact you. So, as always, thank you for listening. It's been our culture frame with Abby and Danielle, and join next week.